Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Cars cost less out in Wetaskiwin. That's cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ford and Wetaskiwin, well-known for their top-shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and let the team at Brent Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Brent Ford is your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaskiwin. We are going to head off to the River Curry Resort and Casino Hotline, and we welcome back to the show from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. Hello, David. How you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Interesting times. A lot of discussion out there in oil country on the, the potential trade targets. What's your overall assessment, what you're seeing coming the cult of hockey's way? Uh, is there more appetite for a puck mover, a higher-end guy? Like, uh, as an example, Eric Carlson, though it would be quite cost-prohibitive and difficult to deal. Or is there a feeling that maybe they need to go sort of with a shutdown D-type like Gavrikov or Edmondson? What's, what are you hearing? Well, I, I'm not hearing a lot of enthusiasm about Gavrikov. And, um, I mean, he, he came, uh, Columbus, the Oilers recently played Columbus, and the impression Gavrikov left was not not exactly indelible. Like, he didn't make much of an impression at all. And I don't see people, like, there's there's talk of him costing a first-round draft pick. I didn't see, I don't see anyone that enthusiastic about that kind of option. Does he Is he really that much better than what they have on the left side now. You know, we have Philip Broberg. He's improving quite a bit. Darnell Nurse. Um, you know, it's just it just doesn't seem like, and, and Kulak, of course. Kulak's been playing better, a lot better Agreed. in the last month. A lot better. Yeah, a lot better. He was, he was, I mean, Bob, we've talked about this before. There has been so much talk about the need for a left side shutdown defenseman because Kulak didn't get the job done. That's He was expected to move into the top four. He didn't do it. But in the last month, He's been doing it. He's been playing very well. They all have. I mean, Philip Broberg's been astonishing against uh, weaker competition. He's just been crushing it. So, why Gavrikov? Like, why would you? If that's the price, especially, why would you? Why would you do that? You could probably get a, a lesser player on the left side to get depth uh, behind those guys, and you might need that depth in the playoffs. But I, I just don't see that as a as a viable option. Maybe there's people within the Oilers' management though who know the player better. Uh, than than I do, and which would be easy because I've only I don't have much of an impression of him at all except for the one game. Um, so th- maybe there's some enthusiasm there. There's a ton of enthusiasm for Eric Carlson. People and I share it. I mean, uh, this would be like getting this would be like the Detroit Red Wings trading for Paul Coffey at age 32, which is I think what they did. You know that level of Hall of Fame defenseman, um, probably the best puck-moving defenseman of his era and, you know, of his time, ex- with the exception Kale McCarr, but I'm, he's 10 years younger than than Carlson, so I'm kind of putting him in a different generation. But, you know, in the last decade, Carlson's been the best. McCarr's come on, and he's now the best. But for the Oilers to beat the Avs um, with that incredible puck-moving group of players that they have, Carlson just seems like fighting fire with fire. He would be an tr- unbelievable addition to the Edmonton Oilers. And, um, you know, but then there's the unbelievable cost. And it's not just for Carlson that you're paying for. It's for salary retention. And that's where it really gets tricky because, um, as Hart Levine pointed out yesterday, there, no one has paid for that amount of salary retention, yes. which the Oilers would need, uh, 
$5 million plus over four years. No one's ever done that in the NHL. And that's going to come at a really high cost. Is it worth paying that price? I'm tempted to say it is. Um, But... um, he, I think Carlson could, could have that big an effect on the owners. It, it could be the he could be the difference between winning a couple Stanley Cups and not. And when you can when you're when you can get that kind of player, I think you you do everything you can to make the move. Interesting. Um, don't have the same appetite for Chickren. I know Stoney, who texts the show and calls the show, he's a big Chickren guy, and he likes the four point six million. He's far more palatable price point, and in theory, might not cost you an Evan Bouchard. Who you know? I think we would assume if if you're Mike Greer, I mean, just to make the money work and in terms of the role, Barry and Bouchard. If they order, if let's just say if something did get consummated, you would have to think combination of Barry and Bouchard would be a part of what would be going just in terms of eliminating the repetition of roles in Edmonton, and then San Jose getting a guy that could step in and take on the role. Uh, so the argument is, do you get Chickren, who's probably you know would be less than half the price of what uh, Carlson would be yeah I was uh, you, you know I, I, I've seen chicken play a, a bit and his numbers are good really good this year I mean he's definitely the number one D-man on that team he's having a really good season uh, his contract a lot less so moving for him is also seems like a sound move at this point I was hearing uh, Megan Chaka was on TSN uh, her brother used to run that team, drafted the player, and she's involved in Staffleets, which does excellent analysis of hockey players. And she was highlighting um, just how how well Chikrin uh, moves on the attack, joins the attack, joins the rush, and he looks like he would be a fine fit to the Oilers as well. But he does have some, uh, you know, some defensive issues, as does Carlson. But Chikrin is he's a number one D man on his team. He'd slot in very well behind Darnell Nurse. Yeah, I, I'm leaning like either of these moves for for Carlson and, and or Chikrin uh, significantly improved the Oilers. So um, yeah, I'm in favor of either of them. All right, uh, Bouchard. I'm getting a little nervous, David. I got to tell you, uh, he's had some ups and downs this year. I know there's a lack of urgency at times. He can be a better defender. I put a tweet out yesterday, not to denigrate Morris Sider in any way. Mort Sider plays tougher minutes than Evan Bouchard, but everybody says Mort Sider's a great young defenseman, and nobody says that about Bouchard. And lo and behold, over at even strength over the last two years, Bouchard has got 11 goals and 44 points. Sider's got four goals and 38 points. Evan Bouchard's got a 54.5% expected goal share, which is the highest amongst Oilers defenders. Morris Sider's at 47.5%. I get it. Morris Sider plays tougher minutes. They've played within a couple hundred minutes of one another the same amount. Um, Yes, it was a, a favorable comparable, comparable for sure for Bouchard. Again, Sider's are a really impressive young defender. But do we are we so close to it at times in oil country here that the haters, you know, come out on a kid like Bouchard? And is is part of it maybe because in the past we've seen puck moving defensemen that aren't super physical. At times, the fans and the media have been a little harsh on those guys. I'm thinking back to Tom Pody. Uh, some would say Jeff Petrie and Justin Schultz. And I think Bouchard's got a way higher ceiling than any of those guys. So it, the floor's yours, David. Make it count. <laughs> 
Bob. I just, I think the criticism we saw of Bouchard after the last game was really indicative of the kind of ridiculous dynamic in Edmonton about this player. Um, I think it was the fifth goal against. Um, maybe the six. six. Okay, the last goal against the game was the game's over, and he looks bad going back to retrieve the puck. He gets beat. You know who else got beat out of his out of his jockstrap on that play? Evander Kane, just as bad as Evan Bouchard. He came in there to make the play. He missed the player just as much as Evan Bouchard, but no one said a word about Evander Kane. And this is the sixth goal against. You know, there was terrible plays all through that game, Bob. Connor McDavid on the second goal against had his worst shift of maybe of his career. Derek Ryan, a 36-year-old veteran, puked the puck up off the boards. <laughs> Evander Kane turned the puck over on that 2 nothing On the first goal, Brett Kula, Tyson Berry played hot oh. potato backwards in his own zone to the front of the net and put the puck right front and then Kulak tried to touch it back to Stuart Skinner, who didn't flop on it. They gave away the first, the second, and the sixth goal. And all I'm seeing is, oh, Bouchard! Uh, it's, it's like the mouth breathers come out. Oh, Bouchard! It's unbelievable, <laughs> and it's not just the fans. I love your imitation of the mouth breather, Bob. Um, listen, we, we ran... Some people didn't like Petrie and Oilers' management. They didn't think he was tough enough. The fans, many of the fans ran Justin Schultz out of town. We should not do the same with Evan Bouchard. This is a highly skilled player who can help you win the Stanley Cup, just like Justin Schultz did in Pittsburgh two years. Evan Bouchard can help a team win the Stanley Cup. Bob, in the playoffs last year, what was he, 22 years old, and he's playing second-pairing minutes with Duncan Keith, and he was really good. Especially he was composed. against Calgary. He, against Calgary. He, was yes, really good. He, he moved the puck. So we've seen this player under pressure come through. So he's had a few hiccups in the regular season. He had a bad streak of games defensively. He went through a month, two months, where he was really bad defensively. He's But overall this year, he's playing strong hockey. He's really moving the puck well. He, he, he is an excellent puck mover, an elite puck mover at the NHL level. He's not Eric Carlson, but he's at that next level. Getting rid of him uh, and not getting back a much better player like Eric Carlson, like, like what did they get for Justin Schultz? Hardly anything. We can't have that happen. People need to take a step back. It's not going to happen, of course, because he just rubs some people wrong because of his bad body language or what they perceive as a lack of effort on the ice. Players get beat on the ice all the time. It happens to the best defenseman. It's going to happen to Evan Bouchard. It happens to Leon Dreisaitl. It happens to Kane. It happens. It's just, it's just, this, this is hockey. He's not that bad defensively. He's getting better and he's an elite puck mover. You hold on to him unless you're training for a true number one D man. Okay. Uh, Bob, Bouchard is a bust. The sooner you realize that, the better. There we go. <laughs> Again, you can text us at 780-4960. Herm says, Bob, I hope Ken's going to be patient. Do not part with some of his young talent. There's going to be the right player available closer to the final deadline. Uh, then this team will continue to get going. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Topher. I remember we used to hear from Topher Moore out of Red Deer. Uh, Bouchard is great against crap players, Bobby. Is he going to pop like pool party? Ha, ha, ha. Well, what's crazy about Pugliarvi is for a year and a half, he was looking like a really good middle six forward, okay? From this, when he came back, 2021, the Canadian division, and the first half of last year, David, he was, you know, he was looking like a guy that was going to be on pace to be a, 
18 to 22, 23 goal score down the road, and it just hasn't come to fruition this year. But I did say he was closing in on popping, and technically he never popped. It makes me wonder, you know, if that'll. Enter. What's your take on final word on this? What's your take on Poliarvi here? Well, what we saw was a player who got COVID and got injured and then lost his confidence, and he's never gotten it back. And we, I think we're seeing this to some extent with uh, Bouchard shooting the puck this year. There's, he's not quite as effective as he was last year. He's, there seems to be a little bit of hesitation in his game there. It's not, I don't think it's uncommon for players to go through streaks where they lose their confidence on the attack. Clearly, that's happened with, with Yesipoli-Arvey, although he got off a great shot uh, the other game where he scored. But... Um, it's it's just a combination of injuries, uh, lost confidence, and and maybe he needs a change of scenery to get those things back. That's also happened with players, and and it's tough to see because it looked like one of Ken Holland's best moves was convincing Puliyarvi to come back here. Tippett was working well with him, and then it all fell, fell apart. It's a shame to see, but uh, it, it's been known to happen. David, awesome stuff. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Bob. Good to talk to you. You bet. 149 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. Wrap up orders now with this day in orders history when we return. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Stoney is Texas on the Ashley Five Floors text line. He says, Bob, Bouchard haters deserve the decade of darkness. Mark in St. Albert says, trade Bouchard now, but only for Eric Carlson. Uh, again, you can uh, text us at 780 Uh this text comes in from Brad. He says, you're paid by the Oilers, and now you call anybody who disagrees with you a mouth breather. That's not what I'm doing. You're allowed to disagree with me. I'm just saying that there's been a history in this market of being hard on puck-moving defensemen that don't play overly physical. And I like guys that get the puck up the ice because it means you spend less time in your zone. He's still got a lot to work on in his game, but thanks, everybody, for texting us on the Ashley Fine Floor set. You can disagree with me all you want. Think I ever win an argument at my house? Doesn't happen very often. Royal Pizza Pizza Pasta so much more. February is Valentine's month at Royal Pizza. Enjoy a dinner for two with your choice of salad, one of their gourmet medium pizzas, and uh, delicious dessert, all for just $37.95. That's Royal Pizza still making it great. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean chicken into this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Travel to California this April to see the Oilers play the Kings of the Ducks. I'm laughing because somebody, Mark, has sent in a text that says, Dave, Staples, stick to politics.hockey. That's funny. Uh, This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. We got the Cali road trip coming up in April. You'll see the Oilers play the Kings of the Ducks. Visit newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. 1980, Wayne Gretzky dishes out seven assists in an 8-2 Oilers win over the Capitals. He actually beats Brian Trottier's NHL rookie scoring record of 95 points. Wayne finished with 86 assists and 137 points, although the league actually doesn't recognize his season as a rookie year because he spent the previous year in the World Hockey Association. Ah, whatever. (laughs) 
That's what I have to say. Whatever. He's pretty good, that Wayne. It's the whole reason there's like eight teams in the Sun Belt uh, in the National Hockey League. That's this state owner's history for New West Travel. Again, the Cali Road Trip coming up in April. Visit newwesttravel.com for more information. Tomorrow, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBras for GCL Diesel. Edmonton Oilers assistant general manager Brad Holland. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Reed Wilkins will have the face-off show at 6.05 tonight from Studio 99. I'll be joining Reed right off the puck drop there. And the game called tonight, Cam Moon and myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, uh, Jack and Louie on the TV side with Gene, uh, Walking Gage and myself during the intermissions. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen Nye. Back at you at 6.05. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.